1: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
0: What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging, and we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
2: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum.
2: Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a podcast that looks at the biggest games that you need to know about each and every day. Today is Wednesday, September 7th, and really it's a big Major League Baseball day with 16 games overall, including several day sweats along with the doubleheader between the New York Mets and the Pittsburgh Pirates. To start today's podcast, let's go to the game of the night.
1: Game of the night.
2: In the game of the night, we're going to be going to Camden Yards where the Toronto Blue Jays are facing off against the Baltimore Orioles. Now, this game is important for both teams in terms of their playoff chances. Right now, Toronto owns the number three wildcard spot in the American League, while the Baltimore Orioles are still alive, right now three and a half games back of Toronto. This is the fourth game of a four-game set, and Toronto leads this set 2-1. Baltimore bounced back with a 9-6 win yesterday, cashing out as around a minus 110 slight home favorite. Now, one thing we've seen in this game is a little bit of movement toward the Baltimore Orioles. This is Alec Manoa on the bump for Toronto, who's 13-7 with a 2.48 ERA, versus Dean Kramer for Baltimore, 6-4 with a 3.22 ERA. Now this line opened with the Toronto Blue Jays listed at around a minus-150 road favorite, and the Baltimore Orioles around a plus-135 home dog. Despite a majority of bets taking Toronto here with the love for their star players and big names that the, that the public wants to back, Despite that majority on Toronto, we've seen this line fall toward Baltimore, with Baltimore going from around plus 135 to plus 130. Baltimore has value as a divisional dog in a heavily bet game. Baltimore is 7-5 head-to-head against Toronto this year. And Baltimore is also 5-1 in the last six Dean Kramer starts, and Kramer's given up two earned runs or less in four straight outings. Meanwhile, the Jays are just 1-4 in the last five Alec Manoa starts. Now Baltimore has been the most profitable team to bet on this year in Major League Baseball. They're just 72-64, and 64, 8 games above 500. but if you bet Baltimore Orioles $100 on every game this year, you'd be up almost $2,800 overall. The Baltimore Orioles, also with some line movement in their favor in a divisional dog match, have a pretty good VEASAN.com bet splits advantage. Baltimore's only getting 33% bets, but 46% of the money. A number here that tells you that they are both contrarian and have a low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy. The Baltimore Orioles, with some plus money, look like a possible play for tonight. Now, the best of the rest.
1: Best of the rest.
2: For the best of the rest, we're going to stick to another divisional matchup and look at the San Francisco Giants visiting the L.A. Dodgers. A couple NL West rivals here. Now, these teams have split the first two games of this series, with San Fran winning the opener 7-4 as a big plus-190 road dog, and then the Dodgers bounced back with a 6-3 win yesterday, cashing as a big minus-310 home favorite. Now, this is the rubber match, and in today's rubber match, a 4-10 start, we have Clayton Kershaw on the bump for the Dodgers, 7-3 with a 2.59 ERA, facing Alex Cobb for San Francisco, 5-6 with a 3.58 ERA. The Giants are just 4-8 in the last 12 starts made by Cobb. Now, this line opened with the Dodgers listed around a minus 240, minus 250 favorite, a hefty number here, and we haven't really seen the line move too much, although some books have shot up to around Dodgers minus 255. Now, in this spot, home favorites, minus 200 or more, are 237 and 97 this year, a 71% win rate. The Dodgers are 91 and 38 as a favorite and 48 and 18 at home, two big profitable spots for the Dodgers. Meanwhile, San Fran just 12-27 as a dog and and 28-37 on the road, both losing angles. We've also seen some respected money lean on possibly a lower-scoring game here. The total opened at 9, and now we've seen a lot of books fall down to 8.5. Now this is notable because a slight majority of bets are on the over, yet the odds makers adjusted this number downward, telling us that some respected money did come in here on the Dodgers under. The next play to keep an eye out for in the best of the rest, another American League East matchup between the Boston Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay is up 2-0 in this series, and they're coming off an 8-4 win yesterday as a minus-130 home favorite. In this rubber match here, uh, or in this final game of the series, Nick Pavetta is on the bump for Boston. He's 9-10 this year with a 4.37 ERA, but just 2-5 the Red Sox are in the last seven starts by Pavetta, and he'll be opposed by Jeffrey Springs, the Southpaw, who's 7-4 with a 2.62 ERA this year. Springs has pitched really well as of late, giving up just one earned run or less in four of his last six starts. Now, we've seen some movement here toward Tampa Bay. The race open at home, run a minus-155, minus-160 home favorite, and some shops are quickly up to around minus-165 and inching up to around minus-170. Now, Tampa Bay has had the number of Boston this year, going 11-4 head-to-head against the Red Sox, and the Red Sox have really struggled against opponents in their division. Boston is just 18-38 against American League East opponents. Tampa Bay has a big advantage here on the bump, both in their starting pitcher for today based on the numbers, and also in their team ERA, with a team ERA of 3.27 versus 4.51 for Boston. Tampa Bay also has correlative betting value as a favorite in a low total game. As this total is seven, but some books are juicing up the over seven over minus one fifteen. Boston is just twenty-seven and forty as a dog, and thirty-two and thirty-six on the road this year. Meanwhile, Tampa has been really good as a favorite, fifty-six and thirty-two, and forty-six and twenty-four at home. This would also be a motivational angle in favor of Tampa Bay. The Rays currently hold the number one wild card spot and they're only four and a half games back of the New York Yankees. Meanwhile, the Red Sox are sinking fast, and they're nine games back of the third and final wild card spot. Another game to monitor and keep an eye out for, the Chicago White Sox visiting the Seattle Mariners. This is a 4-10 start uh, in Seattle. The teams have split the first two games of the series. Chicago won the opener 3-2 behind Lance Lynn at around a minus-120 road favorite, and then Seattle bounced back with a 3-0 win yesterday, cashing as a minus-150 home favorite. Now, we've noticed in this game with uh, Chicago White Sox pitching Michael Kopech against Luis Castillo, Kopech is 4-9 and nine with a 3.58 ERA this year, but Kopech is making his first start off the injured list. He had a knee injury with his first start back coming today. Before the injury, Kopech had a 5.24 ERA in five August starts, and the White Sox just went 1-4 in those five starts by Kopech. Meanwhile, Luis Castillo, 6-5 with a 2.71 ERA. He's been great since arriving to Seattle from a trade deadline deal with the Cincinnati Reds. Castillo's given up two earned runs or less in four of his six starts with Seattle. Now we've seen a little movement towards Seattle. Again, around minus 185, up to around minus 195. And we've also seen Seattle in this spot do very well. 43-19 as a favorite, 36-29 at home. And they've really crushed right-handed pitching. 61-41 against righties. Meanwhile, the White Sox are just 21 and 25 as a dog. We've also seen a little bit of surprisingly some overliability here. This total opened at a very low seven, but it's juiced up over minus 120, like it may get up to seven and a half. That's notable because the under is 2-0 this series, yet this low total, the public isn't leaning under. Uh, They're still looking over, but it might not just be the public. As respected money has moved this juice price 7 over, minus 125. Again, looking like it may rise up to 7.5. Now let's move on to the games that I'll be sweating tonight with Josh's Sweats.
1: Josh's Sweats.
2: For my first sweat of the night, I'm going to be looking at the Milwaukee and Colorado total. Of course, it's at Coors Field, so totals always come to mind when you first think of these high total numbers. Now, if you look at yesterday's game, it was a 10-7 comeback win by the Colorado Rockies. A really difficult bad beat if you had laid the money line price with Milwaukee, who had a big lead there late, and then Randall Gritchick hit a walk-off home run to win in extras 10-7. Now, and that easily cashed the over-11. Now for today's matchup, which is a 3:10 start in the afternoon, the total opened at 11 and a half, and a lot of books are really juicing up the over 11 and a half at minus 115 or minus 120, signaling some overliability and maybe a possible move up from 11 and a half to 12. The 11 and a half could be critical because if it lands on 12, again, early bettors seem to be wanting to go over that 11 and a half so that they would win that over bet instead of push. Again, these half runs are always critical when you're betting totals. Now on the bump today is Eric Lauer from Milwaukee, a lefty, 10-6, 3.54 ERA, versus Kyle Freeland, a southpaw for Colorado, 7-9 with a 4.75 ERA. To me, this is not only a juice liability play to take a shot on the over, but also a big weather-based system match. One system that I always look toward is late-season overs at Coors Field when the air is really, really hot and humid and the ball travels even further uh, in addition to the altitude. Now, the weather forecast for today's 3 o'clock game, 95 to 100 degrees in Denver, with wind blowing out around 5 to 10 miles an hour to left field. Coors' late season overs have cashed at around a 54-55% win rate over the last decade. And with this hot, heavy uh, wind, and as well as hot, heavy temperature, it really makes it difficult on the pitchers who have to bake out there in the sun versus the position players who, when they're up to bat, can stay in the cool shade of the dugout. So it really hurts the pitchers and benefits the hitters with these hot hot overs. The overs 4 and 2 head-head this year and the overs 4 and 1 the last five Colorado home games. So I will be sweating the over 11 and a half with Milwaukee and Colorado. Now another play that I'll be sweating another total. We're going to go to St. Louis where Washington uh, the Nationals face the St. Louis Cardinals. This is Abbott against Jordan Montgomery and I'm going going to be taking the under 8 in this game. Now, the total in this game opened at 8, around minus 110 both sides, and now it's 8 under, minus 115, minus 120, with some liability to the under and possibly a fall down to 7.5. Now, the full game odds on this game for the side, St. Louis is a big favorite, around minus 300. And that makes sense because Jordan Montgomery, who's pitching for St. Louis, a great pickup for the Cardinals since he got acquired from the New York Yankees at the trade deadline. He's 8-3 with a 3.15 ERA. He's 6-0 with St. Louis, and he's given up zero earned runs in four of his six starts here with the Cardinals. So Montgomery has been great. Looking toward the under, uh, again, I can't lay a minus 300 because this price is so high for for St. Louis, but the under to me is worth a look. It's juiced up under, showing you some liability. Montgomery has been great. Then also another weather-based play. If you look at this system match, the wind is blowing in at five to ten miles an hour. It's going to be decent temperatures around 75 degrees. And if you look at when the wind is blowing in five mile an hour or five miles an hour or more uh, directly in from center, the under is around 57 percent the last five uh, the last five years. You also get the under 5-2 with the last seven games with St. Louis. The under is 10-5 the last 15 Nats games, 7-2 the last nine uh, road games for the Nats, and the under is 2-0 this series. So I'm expecting another low-scoring game, uh, and I'm going to take the under 8 hopefully before it falls to 7.5. For my last sweat of the day, I'm going to be laying the money line price with the Philadelphia Phillies. What jumped out to me with this Phillies game is a good pitching matchup in favor of Philadelphia, and maybe betting against a Miami team that really is crumbling right now. Now this is Taylor Rogers against Brady Falter. Uh, you look at the Philadelphia Phillies, they picked up a 3-2 win over Miami last night, cashing as a minus-230 home favorite. Miami has now lost eight straight games. Meanwhile, Philly is currently occupying the third wildcard spot tied right now with the San Diego Padres. So they have the motivation to continue to play well and take care of that wild card spot. Whereas Miami is well out of the standings and has really no shot at playoff contention, even though mathematically they're not yet eliminated. Now Rogers on the bump for Miami four and 10 with a 5.57 ERA and Miami is 0 five. The last five Rogers starts. Meanwhile, Brady falter three and three with a 4.08 ERA. And he's gone really well. He's pitched really well in the month of August in three starts. He has a 2.45 ERA. I'm really going to lean on the bats of Philadelphia. They're hitting 254, and they just got Bryce Harper back from injury. Versus just 227 for Miami. Philly is nine and five head to head against Miami this year. And then also a couple systems or a couple angles that would benefit Philly and hopefully uh, be a negative for Miami. Philly is 24 and 16 against lefties. They're 51 and 36 as a favorite and 40 and 30 at home. Meanwhile, Miami just 14 and 18 against lefties. They're 23 and 57 as a dog and 29 and 41 on the road. We've also seen some underliability here as well with this Miami Philly total. It opened at 8. And now it's minus 110 both sides. Now it's eight under minus 120. It looks like it may get down to seven and a half. And the wind is blowing in at Citizens Bank Ballpark around 10 miles an hour. So that would match another windy underplay as well. But I'll be laying this money line with Philly, creeping up again, minus 165 up to around minus 175. That about does it. Thank you for tuning in to today's VEASAN Morning Bets podcast. And remember, football season is the best time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to our hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Good luck, and hopefully you can cash some tickets today.